COVID-19 infection surge in China as health authorities now include clinically diagnosed cases in the official count. Japan stepping up its response to the COVID-19 outbreak after suffering its first coronavirus death. And Philippine authorities lower the alert level at the Al from 3 to 2 as volcanic activity weakens. Good afternoon. I'm Pramina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. A record rise in coronavirus deaths and infections in China. A Chinese health authorities, rather, on Wednesday reported more than 15,000 new COVID-19 cases and another 4,800 Thursday, raising the total to more than 60,000. A dramatic surge as officials have included clinically diagnosed cases in that official count. This allows uh, clinicians to move and report cases more quickly, not having to wait for lab confirmation, ensuring that people get to clinical care uh, more quickly, um, and also allows public health responses in terms of contact tracing and other important public health measures to be initiated. There have been some backlogs uh, in testing, uh, and uh, this is uh, also going to help in uh, ensuring that people get adequate care and that adequate public health measures can be taken. Despite the rising numbers, the World Health Organization says infections have not spread drastically outside China, apart from the cruise liner now quarantined off Japan. The number of countries reporting cases has still not changed, and, uh, and outside, uh, outside the cases on the Diamond Princess cruise ship, uh, we're not seeing a dramatic increase in transmission outside China. And that is uh, the, the current picture. Uh, we're still saying to governments around the world that we still have an opportunity to prepare for the potential spread of the virus. Outside mainland China, at least 50 confirmed COVID-19 cases have been reported in Hong Kong, 10 in Macau and 18 in Taiwan. The death toll in China stands at more than 1,700 after 370 more deaths were reported just in the past two days. The United States reports its 15th confirmed case of COVID-19. The new patient is among the Americans evacuated from the Chinese city of Wuhan, the epicenter of the outbreak. The person is a third evacuee to test positive for the virus. Maybe additional cases that we identify. I want to stress that the individual has been quarantined since arriving at Lackland Air Force Base from the Wuhan province in China. And the individual remains in isolation in a local hospital. Every precaution has been executed according to plan to keep the individual isolated from the general public. San Antonians should feel confident and continue to go about their lives while health professionals treat and contain the disease. America's new COVID-19 case comes as White House officials criticize what they say is China's lack of transparency in its response to the outbreak. We are very disappointed on this point that um, still China has not uh, accepted our invitation to send our CDC experts over with the World Health Organization people. I mean, we thought there was better transparency coming out of China, but it doesn't appear to be. I know they revised their, their numbers up a bit. They say it's a different method of counting. We, we just don't know. It's the great unknown. The, the virus is contained in the United States. We don't know if it's contained in China.
As for U.S. President Trump, he thinks China is handling the outbreak professionally and that Beijing is extremely capable. But Trump couldn't say for sure if China was telling the truth about the deadly virus. Japan is stepping up its response to the COVID-19 outbreak after suffering its first coronavirus death. Prime Minister Abe Shinzo has announced a series of measures against the disease with over make that worth over 15 billion yen or $140 million. Those measures include supplying 600 million masks a month and developing rapid testing kits for the novel coronavirus. So far, Japan has nearly 250 confirmed infections. New cases have been confirmed in Japan today as well. Going forward, the government will work together to implement policies to take measures for domestic infections, border control measures, and against impact on domestic companies. Japan announced its first COVID-19 death Thursday. A woman in her 80s in an area just west of Tokyo. It's the third death outside China, following two others in Hong Kong and here in the Philippines. The number of Filipinos infected with COVID-19 in the cruise ship off Japan has risen to 11. They are all crew members of the Diamond Princess, according to the Philippine Foreign Affairs Department. The Filipino patients have been hospitalized in Tokyo and are reportedly responding well to treatment. Co confirmed COVID-19 cases on the ship have jumped to 218 after 44 new infections were confirmed Thursday. The ship has been in quarantine since February 3. The 1,455 passengers and 802 crew members of a cruise ship have finally disembarked Cambodia after being cleared of the novel coronavirus. Cambodia's prime minister personally welcomed them to his country. The Cambodian health ministry says no one on the ship contracted COVID-19, with the 20 suspected cases testing negative for the virus. The cruise ship spent two weeks at sea after being turned away by five countries, including the Philippines, over fears someone on board might have the deadly disease. Well, despite the COVID-19 threat, Filipino volunteers in the Chinese city of Wuhan are helping fellow Filipinos there to cope with the lockdown on the epicenter of the deadly outbreak. Let's hear more from Rafael Bosano. From their hotel room window, Filipino workers in Wuhan, China, showed the current situation in their part of the city. Some vehicles now ply the road. A man even rides a bicycle. And while they say they feel a little bit of worry, Tisoy and Cherry say they have their own reason for choosing to remain in Wuhan. They say they have been through harder times. The SARS outbreak from 2002 to 2003. More than fear of getting COVID-19, their desire to help fellow Filipinos is a greater driving force. President Rodrigo Duterte says government is still willing to help Filipinos who would later decide to return to the country. To our Kababayans who remain in lockdown areas in China, I assure you that the government is ready to bring you home if you want. 
Hindi naman kayo papaboyan. It is normal to feel anxious, concerned, and even afraid. Meanwhile, Animal Welfare Group People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, or PETA, staged a small program in Manila Thursday to encourage the public to go vegan. Amid reports, the virus originated from a Wuhan market selling wild animals. Ang pagkain ng karne, ang mga katayan, factory farm na madudumi, lahat po uh, naglalagay ito ng panganib sa lahat ng tao sa buong mundo. Hindi atin masabi na hindi ito mangyayari sa Pilipinas ulit. There is no clear evidence yet. I mean, there are many uh, theories being put forward uh, and views of experts being shared, but from WHO's perspective, none of this has been established in an evidence-based fashion. Rafael Bosano, ABS-CBN News. Arrest warrants are out for former Philippine Senator Antonio Trillanes and 11 others who were charged with conspiracy to commit sedition. This is in connection with last year's viral video linking President Duterte and his family to illegal drugs. ABS-CBN's Shada Zambrano joins us on the line now. For details, Shada, go ahead. Yes, Carmina, Branch 138 of the Quezon City Metropolitan Trial Court did confirm that they issued arrest warrants yesterday to the 11 people accused of committing a conspiracy to commit sedition in related to the Ang Totoong Narcolist videos uh, where the name Bicoy has uh, became infamous for uh, alleging the relation or the connection of the, the Duterte family and his close allies to the Philippine drug trade. Among uh, the 11 accused, of course, is former Senator Antonio Trillanes, but his staff did say that Trillanes is out of the country and he has not received the arrest, arrest warrant and he has not posted bail yet. Um, they, they are unsure as to the status of Bicoy, who has, of course, recanted his uh, his uh, retreated his earlier support for uh, the Bicoy Video Initiative and has been, uh, has been sp uh, spoken against uh, the group of Trillanes and accused them of uh, conspiring to bring down President Duterte. We do, we do know so far that two of the 11 accused have posted their 10,000 peso bail. These are Father Flaviano Villanueva and Father Albert Alejo. The other accused are, the names are Janel Sangalang, Yolanda Villanueva Ong, Vicente Romano III, Joel Saracho, Eduardo Ascerto, Boom Enriquez, and an alias Monique. We are unsure yet if they have received their arrest warrant and whether or not they will post their bail today. Carmina. A possibility for uh, the cancellation or for, for uh, the former senator's uh, passport to be canceled. Last we monitored, he was in New York City. Um, is, is that a possibility that authorities are looking at to cancel the former senator's passport? Well, um, we've only spoken to the staff of Senator Trillanes, and they have made no indications as to whether there will be trouble in uh, in Senator Trillanes coming home or whether he'll be able to or what ha what's going to happen to him if he should return. They do know, um, they have said so far that they are aware of the uh, existence of the arrest warrant and that they're, um, they're planning their next moves or succeeding statements for me now.
All right, thanks a lot. Chad Zambrano Brown there joining us on the line. And back here in the newsroom, a Philippine lawmaker raising concerns over Manila's travel ban to Taiwan. Senator Panfilo Lacson says, just like the termination of the visiting forces agreement with the U.S., President Duterte does not seem to give much importance to councils and sectors who can help him arrive at well-informed decisions. The senator notes the China lobby seems to have become a very powerful force under the Duterte administration. And only time will tell if this major shift in the country's foreign policy would really benefit Filipinos. Still, Lacson reiterates his support for Duterte but vows to call him out on major decisions involving national interest. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte's move to end Manila's visiting forces agreement with Washington was never about the cancellation of Senator Ronald De La Rosa's U.S. visa. That's according to international studies professor Dr. Renato De Castro. He says Duterte already made up his mind about pivoting towards China and away from the U.S. back at the start of his term. For De Castro, the move to change the country's military alignment puts the Philippines in limbo. The perspective of this current administration is actually short-term. It only thinks in terms of the next two years. After that, it's over. Other countries would look at it from a wider uh, geostrategic perspective. Then Chinese would have to take into account, again, do we want to escalate our uh, competition with the United States? Is it worth it to support somebody who has only two more years to go? He might be left hanging. Duterte. The per yeah. Duterte formally ended the VFA this week. His spokesman says the administration is considering scrapping all other agreements with the U.S. as well, including the Mutual Defense Treaty. To be consistent with his stand, then all treaties must go by the tone of his body language. Because we have to stand on our own, not rely. We'll have to strengthen our own resources. The Philippines lifts its ban on the deployment of Filipino workers to Kuwait. Labor Secretary Silvestre Bellu III says Kuwait already met Manila's conditions, including the filing of charges against the employers of slain Filipino worker Janeline Villavende. Kuwait has also signed an agreement for a standard employment contract for Filipino workers. Under that contract, employers will not be allowed to keep Filipino workers' passports. We went to Kuwait, got on a meeting, and then they decided to sign a harmonized standard employment contract. So now they can deploy yung household service workers, yung semi-skilled workers, mga skilled workers and professionals. Philippine House Speaker Alan Peter Cayetano speaking up on the ABS-CBN's uh, franchise at an event in Taguig. Cayetano gave his assurance the media giant will not go off the air, even as it faces a Covaranto case filed by the Solicitor General. Cayetano vowed to tackle ABS-CBN's franchise renewal fairly, adding Congress is just caught up with more urgent matters, such as the Ta'al eruption and the novel coronavirus outbreak. The franchise of uh, ABS is not a race of time. Hindi to pabilisan. This is a race towards justice and democracy. Doon sa mga kritiko ng ABS-CBN, isipin natin ano bang mga mabubuting ginawa nila 
sa last 60 years na pagseserbisyo nila sa bayan. Pero doon naman po sa kritiko ng ABS-CBN, huwag niyo sabihin perfecto ang ABS-CBN. Di ba? Noong 2010 at 2016 election, yung pakikialam sa election, malaking issue yun. Meron tayong Fair Election Act. May batas tayo na ang media hindi pwedeng hindi patas pagka-election. So, yun po ang mahirap na balanse sa Kongreso. Inatas nyo sa amin yan. And that's today's online edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. Don't forget to like and share this video and leave your comments below.